Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast. My name is Fates, and this is a podcast I created as a way of promoting the technology blog that I have been running for a couple of years now. Fates now tech reviews where I advise disabled people about what technology is accessible for them as well as what isn't as accessible and give advice on how technology can become even more accessible. I have been paralysed from the neck down since 2001 which means I can't breathe without the help of a ventilator or move anything other than my head, and therefore I rely on technology to help me do day-to-day activities. So yeah, that's the real thoughts behind all of this. Also, it makes me really happy to announce that this podcast is available to listen to on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts, except that it's only until April, and Spotify. So if you like what you're hearing, please do consider following it and sharing it. In this episode, you're going to be hearing a review of the iPhone X, which was first launched in 2017. As always, part of this review has come from another video that I first uploaded to the PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel, which you can check out the link to below if you would like to see it and that was uploaded originally on the 6th of august 2019 but here's a couple of details about the iphone x before i get fully into this review as mentioned it was first introduced and launched in 2017 it is available in two finishes, those being space grey and silver. And it also has two available storage capacities, which are a choice between 64GB or 256GB. It is also the first iPhone to include Face ID and is capable of wireless charging but it isn't capable of the magnetic charging features that you get with the more recent iPhones like the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 14 so if you want something for that it's not this one but also you can currently get this phone for between £219 and £232 if you are on a tight budget with some others also being available in other places for as low as £189 or sorry, mistake there for £186 
But not that we have all of those details. Let's get straight into the review. The iPhone X has been on the market since 2017. The first to lose the home button. They have an OLED and mostly edgeless display and to improve Face ID. It gives us many new technologies that are different to earlier models and is made of stainless steel and glass. The box that the iPhone X comes in, like other products, has a picture of the phone on front, but as it's smaller than any of the products I've reviewed so far, the product title and Apple logo are on the opposite side of it. Do you get information about what else comes with it at the back of the box, including how many gigabytes you have? The little bit seems easy enough to check off, but like what I said about other Apple products, it would be better if they could introduce handles to let people with physical disabilities open it. The first thing you take and leave from the box is paperwork, a quick startup guide and apple stickers. But the iPhone is hidden under. Like other apple products, it has apple special plastic and once it is peeled off, you can really see the colours. Under it there are AirPods with a lightning connector, a USB to headphone jack adapter, a lightning to USB charger and a USB power adapter. But a quick warning that the lightning to headphone jack adapter is only available with the iPhone X and not with, the, with any of the later models. So what else is there to say about it? The iPhone X comes with a zero 12MP wide-angle and telephoto camera, a 7MP 3D camera which works alongside the new Face ID and emojis on a uh, an A1 with one bionic chip following the uh, allowing for greater speed as well as assistance of up to a depth of one meter for up to 30 seconds and allows for wireless charging. There's a range of different wireless chargers that work with the iPhone X, but I will do was the one I used to Apple stream of making its products lighter than previous models. The iPhone X is the 143.6 millimeters in height and 174 grams, 6.14 ounces in weight, he said. Your phone and Face ID are geared in the same way as you would for other iPhones. But where it differs is when it comes to setting up Face ID. The option to set up Face ID is included in the same way as Touch ID used to be there. But iPad will be shown the camera to this will guide you through how to set it up. From here, you can use Apple Pay and iTunes. Uh, uh, 
chocolate and afterwards to use the face ID instead of entering your password. But for me, it's easier to have it set up for me only having to do it manually. The iPhone X doesn't have a home button, and although they're still button set aside, a lot of them have been renamed. This means that a lot of the buttons we used to press have now been changed to gestures, including to go to the home screen, you swipe up from the bottom, and to switch between apps, you can swipe from the bottom and hold, swipe the bottom bar from left to right, or swipe up from the bottom and over to the right. To close and review an app, you can swipe up on the application and to launch Siri you can either press buttons or simply say hey Siri. To take a screenshot you can press the volume up and off button but I've changed this because it doesn't work in the same way for me. Having a bigger phone means you no longer get the option of having a battery percentage, but you can get it by dragging into the control center from, uh, by dragging from the right corner. Please know that all of this can be changed in accessibility. So if you like me and can't access any of these gestures, then they're easy to change. As well as having zero twelve MP wide angle and telephoto cameras, the iPhone X also includes the second installment of portrait mode. It's the first to use zero optical image stabilization with a two times optical zoom and a digital zoom up to ten times. The larger camera size allows for wide-angle capture of photos and live photos, and it is now possible to use different built-in lighting effects while operating it. So what are my thoughts on it overall? Well, I did have a few problems when I was getting used to it. They were very few and easily fixed. I use my phone mostly for photography, filming and audio recording. And while the camera and microphone on my old phone, which was the iPhone 6, was able to get everything good enough, the updated camera on the iPhone X is a whole lot better. The gestures I can't do, I've been able to change to being more accessible. And I do love the Face ID a lot more than I like Touch ID. But anyway, what do you think about the iPhone X? Although it is considered an older model now, would you consider buying one if you haven't done so already and do the prices make it slightly more tempting to go for it or if you had one before have you bothered upgrading to the newer models or not because you feel like you or do you feel like 
there's really not any point in upgrading to the newer ones. I have to say, although I do have an iPhone 13 now, which I use every day, I also still have my iPhone X to use as a secondary camera. And personally, it still does work extremely well. And plus, it wasn't broken, so why would you fix it or thump it completely? If you would like to pass on some of your thoughts to me, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Fabes Loud Tech Review site or on my other website, which is FabeLoud.com. However, if commenting on a website or a video isn't something you would be up to, you can also support the podcast by going over to the page for Thieves Journalism over on buymeacoffee.com where you will have the option to give me a one-time donation or to check out other bits of exclusive content that won't be part of the actual podcast, as well as checking out various other things that I plan to up load in a store version at some point in the future or of course you can support me by going over to any of my socials which are at Babeslyle on Twitter or X and the real Babeslyle over on Instagram if you're interested in watching the other videos on accessible technology that I've done, you can find more of them over on my PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel. And if you would like to see a couple of my accessible tours and reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos, you can see them by searching for my Phoebe's Loud Journalism YouTube channel, which will be getting back up soon, and which I'll be getting back to uploading content on soon. You can also follow my other podcast, the Phoebe's Loud Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Radio Public where you get everything I cover on Thieves Loud Journalism and Podcast Forum and which also has and which also features some technology news as well. But anyway, that's all for now. So the next episode that comes out will be a review of a Minecraft edition of the Xbox One S, which was first launched in October 2016. And after that, 
We'll be getting NTRC of the Xbox Adaptive Controller, which first came out in September 2018. So thanks for listening to this complete podcast episode the whole way through. The whole way through, if you have got to the end of this episode, then please follow it if you like what I'm doing. I plan to update this podcast around twice a week until the 12th of August 2023 but honestly it could become more or less before then just depending on how much I get done at the one time and how much I'm able to get through without making myself shut down but it will at least be up once a week so please keep an eye out if you like what you what you're hearing you can contact me on twitter by following at Fabeslow and on my instagram over at the real Fabeslow and you can also follow my Fabeslow tech review site as well but all the details for that are in the description below Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye!